I was just triggered by what you were saying and a quote that sticks out to me is like you should always have an opinion because mm. if you don't then you're siding with the oppressor and it doesn't matter which mm. side you're on because mm. you you know each side's gonna have an but if you just sit in the middle you know like people are often like oh I'm just I'm not gonna get involved them yeah. but I feel like you need to sit on one side holding my head again making my way through crowded thoughts sometimes it's hard to get out of it hey everyone welcome to this week's episode of please blow my mind with me your host will fleming thank you all for joining once again i say it every week it's kind of like a religious experience almost you know we well look can i say this can i say this we're we're holding church basically aren't we where we where we congregate together and then we 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 pile in with the good vibes and and our better angels maybe and um i like that idea that in fact i really like that idea that maybe the essence and 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 the the deepest of deep is that church was supposed to be this a connection of some sort and it can transcend real life and digital as long as the intent was to connect and to I don't know to manifest hope by aiming for hope or something like that and look I have to say sorry (laughs) and I mean it kind of in a cheeky way but also in a serious way I go from zero to a thousand in this podcast and I find it really fun but I also find it very useful because it's a place where I and we can explore mentally physically out loud internally quietly it's kind of something beautiful about that i'm very excited to bring you my guest today akash kumar and he joins me on the podcast right here in my studio to talk about everything and anything that we want to and look i'm really proud to get to know people like akash because i can honestly say that without this podcast i wouldn't have a well, it would take a lot more to include my, to widen the circle maybe. You know, I think if we take an honest, deep look at the state of everything, we talk about the bubbles, you know, bubbles of COVID and keep within your bubble. Yeah, keep within your bubble is becoming the default for humanity. And that's not a good thing, by the way. I think the plan is for us to understand our bubble but to explore it and to understand other bubbles, right? So that when we come back to our bubble, we can we can share the stories and understand different cultures. And for me, it's one of the gifts that this podcast gives me. And I hope that it gives you the same thing where we, we attempt to expand our bubbles together. Yeah, Cash is a fellow podcaster. He's a deep thinker. He's somebody that I really admire uh, because he's on a journey and he's taking us along. He He's on the same journey in some ways as maybe more of us. Uh, you know, someone who 
sees the light of what it is to host your own thing and to be your own uh, the owner of your own narrative but is also seeking more clarification around the kind of hidden secrets to that like and I guess what I mean is like one of the things you can accuse podcasting to be is quite self-indulgent right like we all want to be Joe Rogan or something and there's a part of me that it will 100% agree with that but the other things that it brings is this connection to others and and these kind of very deep meaningful things and look that's why I relate it to a religious experience for me that it might as well be church if we're coming together and dreaming of something bigger together and aiming for something bigger together then why can't that be church um yeah so there we go my little intro for my big conversation with Akash Kumar I want to say thank you Akash for joining me and driving all the way to my house to be on my podcast I appreciate your support brother and for everyone out there watching including those who support this podcast on Patreon and they by the way get the free video version not the free because I guess they donate every month five bucks a month but they get the full video interview um, and it's cool if you like the audio for free that's awesome if you want the video for a small donation that all goes towards making the podcast um, a thing gives me a little space to record and you know all of that stuff then I deeply appreciate that and I appreciate all of the people who support me on patreon.com forward slash please blow my mind you all blow my mind let's get into my mind-blowing conversation with Akash Kumar For a hero, look inside the mirror. I find one. Oh, carry the hurt when it gets too hard. Pick it up, dust it off. When I fall down 11, I get up 12. Don't need nobody else. Yeah, I can save myself. What's not so easy, and we, we might as well just kick off, it's not so easy to find out what you should do in life, you know? And yep. I know that's like, it's initially going to be like, oh, what are you talking about? And I have the thought all the time, but I guess what I mean is when you are not directly living in, let's say, fight or flight, you have a chance to, I don't know, observe. Yep. And I think there's a part in us which doesn't know what to do with that because maybe for most of history people just you know it was like you've got to get through right now and then we'll worry about then yeah and so there might be this inbuilt thing in us which is like some people can thrive in that and they're like i've got time i'm gonna you know you always hear the stories of like the entrepreneur and like the zuckerbergs they knew exactly but i think most people don't know what to do with that free time you know so it ends up almost becoming a burden yeah you know like procrastination yeah man and it's like it's like we've got it on mass and and then there's this guilt because you know that a lot of the world still doesn't live like how we do and we can sit in my little spare studio right it's like a yeah. little spare room and it's awkward because you know that there's spaces even in new zealand that need a space like this yep but it's i don't know i i think i told you one time like um there was that little clip I saw on this documentary and they were talking to this young girl and a 
you know, country somewhere and it was basically, they said, what do you dream about? And she's like, I don't dream. I don't know what that is. And I was like, that's all I do, you know? Yep. And I guess you got to get over that and say, you've been given a chance to be able to dream. So do something with it, you know? And yep. it's just trying to work out what that means. And I feel like we're on a, you know, similar journey, eh? You know, we've been yep. playing with the tech and trying to work out what it is and, are we the stars or are we facilitating people to have chats and and maybe it's all of the above, eh, bro? I reckon, eh? <laughs> yeah, man, like definitely. I think it's going going back to that, that idea of, you know, procrastination or mm. being stuck in that procrastination. Mm. You know, like I think you can get kind of lost in it if you don't know what. For me, it's been like learning to just look look inside. Yeah. And then looking outside is the procrastination, man. Mm. We're just like hit with so much, you know, and a lot of this year has been me looking inside, reflecting, thinking, working on myself, mm. but also just knowing that the triggers that are out there, yeah. you know, like when you see things and it, and it just hits you and you're like, you can get caught on the, in the loop, you know, mm. and it's about like, yeah, let's, let's get out of it and, and then finding things like this, the podcast, having mm. conversations like this, which mm. gets me out of that cycle. And it's like the the creation rather than the procrastination. That's how you get you get out. Bro, bro. <laughs> I just watched um, The New Matrix. I haven't seen it yet. I, I won't spoil anything, but yeah. just even saying that word, you start thinking about the simulation and who's serving who. and Yep one of those kind of deeper thoughts is we're like serving an algorithm and it, I hate it. Yeah. But it's almost like we're, we're already the sentient being, which is yep. like, there's a big argument that we're doing this right thing right now to serve that algorithm. And it's probably half true and tell yourself what you need to, but I don't know. I kind of feel like that algorithm doesn't work without this, mm. you know, this is the content, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's interesting you, you say that as well because I was kind of talking to one of my mates about the the whole 365 post you know mm. and, and she was like well would it still because the, the actual learning is not in the post the actual learning is in the reflection mm. and the fact that you're putting it out there is just helping other people but your my actual learning is in me taking a moment to reflect and so could we be happy sitting here having this conversation and just meeting up <laughs> and not worrying yeah. about other people listening to it? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, I think we could. And I think we did. Mm. And I think that's why it feels good. Yeah. I think the confusing bit is would we make time in a busy world? for you to drive the hour it took you to get here yep. for a chat, you know? And I guess we do do it, don't we? We we do that for work. I mean, yep. but there's a monetary thing to that. And we do it for, I guess, barbecue or food, you know? But I guess what we're saying is, like, it feels worth it when it's something primal, like food, it's to eat, it's the nourishment of the body, and it's tied into a good, a good loop isn't it yeah and then you've got 
hopefully, which I think is this missing forgotten pillar, and I've thought lots about these pillars of what's missing is there must be something, and I think there is something when we chat. It must have got us through some of the crazier times. You know, you can imagine those people in the trenches, you know, and it's still yeah. happening today. That's what I'm that's what buzzes me out. It's like we sit here in this controlled technology chaos, but there's people using corridor right now to get them through yep. some of the gnarliest things that most people couldn't imagine, eh? Yep. Even <laughs> even for like when I record the podcast and stuff, like sitting here just reflecting on it. So I really enjoy the the sitting here getting to know you, talk to you and kept reconnecting, you know? Mm. And then when it comes to the editing, I'm like, nah, I don't really <laughs> yeah. enjoy this part, mm. you know? But the when you hit the publish, then the high goes back up. Yeah. You know? And so yeah, I'm thinking about it. But I feel like also when you prioritize mm. uh, or have have a certain affection or priority on, on a relationship, mm. you know, you make time for that. And so like for me driving an hour out here, mm. like number one, I was driving into the countryside and mm. what better place to be driving into, true you know, that, like true that. I could just feel the energy mm. just drop coming out of the city yeah. you're at peace mm. you know the time slows down yeah. essentially um and i'm here having a conversation with you <laughs> you know no, no, as soon as soon as we stepped into this place just our we were just on the same level yeah you know we we're able to just like click in and start going and yeah. i feel like having those types of conversations quite rare these days yeah it well, I think it is, and I think we can see the symptoms of not having those, you know, mm. like almost like if you don't have them, you, you know, use it or lose it. Yep. And I think we're losing it. But maybe it's me being too critical and being in my own bubble. And maybe it's something that's not the case, but to maybe, you know, like to have a conversation over two or three minutes or to have it longer than the characters given to us by the online world. Um, I've been trying to think like well why is that better because that's what people are asking why not just go into the metaverse and just live there and I think there's people opting in for that like en masse and I just don't know I don't know if having a chat with someone like not in person gives you the same I think about them as like you know vitamins or something yep you know, there's some type of sync that happens. And I think I read a research paper which talks about right now our heartbeats are sinking, yep. like an odd, weird thing. Yep. And that most people would think, oh, well, chat on Zoom or chat in person. It's like, well, maybe it doesn't happen on Zoom. No. Maybe it's a different type of system that happens there where, you know, first of all, you're looking at yourself on Zoom the whole time to make sure yep. you're not having a double chin or picking your nose. Yep. Yet in this system here, it's like, okay, it's a bit of a hybrid because I'm looking off to make sure the tech's working. Yep. But primarily I'm looking at your eyes and your face and you're yep. looking at mine and that's probably how it's supposed to be. I was thinking the exact same thing that, like when you talked about the metaverse versus being here, right? Mm. This is a very like high sensory experience yeah. 
you know, and we're sitting here, we've got eye connection, mm. we can hear each other, yeah. but also we both give off a different fragrance, right? Mm. We're giving off energy, the air you're um, exhaling, yeah. you know, it's, be, it's being transferred to me and vice it's, versa. Yes. But we're not going to get that in the, like, in the metaverse. Yes. I feel like technology will advance and we'll get hyper-realistic mm. and we'll have like when we look through the goggles we're gonna see like a hyper-realistic version of you yeah. but like and it might evolve into touch and feel and smell mm. but like we the we can't like create nature yes you know and i feel like that's where it kind of stops is like the the real organic and pure like the only thing we can create is like our our babies. Yeah. But anything else and, and that's why I always think like everything's a remix, you know, because mm. we can't think of anything that's actually original mm. or new, you know? Yeah, bro. I I know exactly what you mean and it's uh see it's that's exactly what I mean. What do you do with that insight, eh? Because in this world it feels like it's hard to know what to do with that. And it's confusing, and then you get into that, you know, what are what are we chasing? And I mean, I don't really mean chasing, but I do. I I had seen a post, and it says, "What's the meaning of life?" And I mean, I talk about that all the time on this podcast, not probably yeah. directly, but I think it's a conglomerate it's your essence, of essence, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. ideas that you know guide you, kind of like these principles that. Everyone threw out when we threw out religion as a yep. uh, silly to believe in a higher power. It's like, well, okay, but if you're going to be the god, good luck. Yep. You know, good luck having the wrath of existence on your shoulders. And I think it's not working out well. At least that's my feeling. But um, yeah, what what to do in a world which probably values more, like the our not um not our higher nature, you know. It looks to that brainstem part which is triggered and like I this is not going to ruin the matrix but there's this um is it okay wouldn't what? they just be like bots though mm. <laughs> um just trying to think if because if I spoil it I don't think it really spoils it. Basically, the new Matrix, because you can fairly say that it's a new Matrix because right. we've seen the trailers, it directly gets its... Okay, here's a better way to explain it. Monsters, Inc. Yep. When they scared the kids and frightened them, it gave off a uh, energy, and they captured that. Uh, then when they captured happiness or love, it was a higher thing. Yeah. And I think that's the same as whatever we're trying to do. Yeah. It's just we don't yeah. have a way to harness that at scale. We can harness fear and anxiety, and it like sends off this energy, and that energy is being captured and clickbait and our attention. Yep. And and I don't know. I'd like to think optimistically that whatever this represents is, you know, it's a hybrid and it's cap it captures the the love, you know, and mm. the the hope, hope yep. maybe. And I think about that all the time. It's like even us talking in this room, you know, I have had, had some really good people in that chair now. And I'm like, what's that energy? Yeah. Is there something like this crossover of 
I don't know. Make it, you sound nuts though, eh? When you talk like that, I, f- I feel, and I feel like so many people don't relate to it. You know, mm. there'll be those who understand perfectly; they get it, and they know it. You know, mm. and then there's like the 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 others, <laughs> the others. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's there's people who like just aren't on the same frequency, mm. or aren't on the same same. Um, on the vibe yeah you know and i'm okay with that Mm. because everyone's on a different path of growth but i i for me i want to be about positive conversations and positive spaces yeah and you've created a positive space Mm. here and so as soon as you walk in you know what the space is about yeah and that the space is safe um it is about a human connection Mm. and therefore you feel open to just be you're human yeah you know um but i also feel like it comes down to the person in the space you can you can put someone into the most positive space but if the person isn't isn't open to seeing what's around them Mm. then they're still gonna you know you could have such a pessimistic person sitting here and they're gonna tell you that the world is all doom and gloom yeah that's right and it doesn't matter how beautiful of a space they're sitting in mm. but i still have i have hope yeah, that, yeah. you know yeah that the space is gonna enable them to be like oh no actually maybe this is you know yeah do you think like um because you know we are at a time in history even in new zealand where there's all this talk about vaccine and you kind of feels like there's these teams but if you look at the statistics, you say, okay, well, 91% have been double vaxxed. And yep. in any other metric, that's a pretty good measurement. And it makes me think about, like, I reckon that's about the same as the online world, too, that 90% of us, and I shouldn't say, like, 10% or 9% aren't into everything that we are, but I guess there's, like... I. I'm not someone who like looks at, you know, science and says, oh, I've got my own thoughts on that. In fact, it's really hard for me to think that I am, you know, more onto it than someone else, yep. you know. And even if I see something, you know, um, I still kind of think that, uh, well, we're all different and that's one of the good things, you know, that's the thing that... Uh, kind of was the hallmark of like Nazis and that is they were all about purification and the same and actually I thought the whole point to living a life of variety is that we're all different and we are all different we look different we have different thoughts and you know we can um, sometimes agree and sometimes not but the thing that's confusing is it feels like sometimes that it's the other way it's 10% that would be wanting to have deeper connections like you and I are having now and that 90% are just this grind and hustle and you know believing in the algorithm and all of that stuff but um I guess you know that's that's I think about it like the vaccine that most people just like no no get that thing and but you kind of that's what I've been thinking too you need that 10% of course because 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 you know there was like times in history well, of course, there's times in history where people were like were up in arms about things. Yep. Even in, I saw something on the news recently about um, the South African tour in the 80s, 
there was heaps of people who mm. thought that's wrong to yep. stop the game. But the history remembers the 10% who stood up, eh, bro? Yep. And it's like, well, how were they wrong now? You know what I mean? Yep. But I don't know. I haven't quite thought through everything on that. <laughs> I was I was just triggered by what you were saying. And a quote that sticks out to me is like, you should always have an opinion. Because mm. if you don't, then you're siding with the oppressor. And it doesn't matter which mm. side you're on. Because, mm. you, you know, each side's going to have an but if you just sit in the middle, you know, like people are often like, oh, I'm just, I'm not going to get involved. Um, yep. But I feel like you need to sit on one side, mm. have an opinion, have a point of view and yep. start somewhere, yep. you know, and, and from there you can then grow or evolve, mm. you know, mm. and it's not to say just because you pick one side that you're going to stay there, but yep. it allows you to be, allows you to have a starting point to then understand the other side yeah yeah i think that's one of the reasons i'm so interested in podcasts because i think i've found it tough to have an opinion on things yep like as someone who grew up in multiple cultures as someone who didn't grow up with a lot of things i explore on this podcast like pain and using that as a fuel you know i, I don't have those things to look back on and i think that's a good and bad thing because you know like the immune system it's built on fighting Yep, and and being at war with something and learning how to beat it, you know, and then and then it can do it again in the future. I guess we call it resilience. And I've been trying to like <laughs> seep resilience from, you know, people that yep. I talk to and and actually hear what they're saying and try and feel the vibe of um, how do you get through a massive moment like that. And you know, I guess that's one of the things that I'm still not sure is: do you need to go through something, or can you learn something? through what people are telling you and again my optimism would say yeah it makes sense that you would be able to pick up you know yep. it's like a lesson or the wisdom hey eh? yep but but again like you know go back to the matrix and this loop maybe it's like it all goes in this ebb and flow yeah and like humans rise and then we you know we have peace time and then you know it's like man maybe we do need that symbiotic machine to, and I think that's what Elon Musk is building, you know, to be like, you got to somehow merge with it. Yep. And I, and I guess maybe that's what we've already done in the, you know, we're merged to our phones, eh, bro? <laughs> yeah, we have created a persona, yep. created an identity, mm. you know, that I am this, mm. and this is the type of person that I want to be. Yeah. And I feel like even, even without our phones, we would still do that. Like outside of the, the, the technological world, I think the technological world just helps us to connect. Yes. But I feel like as on a human level, you can still create the person you want to be. Mm. You can wake up and be like, I'm going to be a highly motivated person today. You, you should, 100% you can. Yeah. Or I'm just going to have a lazy day. I'm going to rest mm. and call myself lazy today. Cool. You're still creating that identity and the the persona, the person you want to be. I often think about that as well. It's like, you know, people are like, I can go find myself or find, I'm still finding myself. I'm like, don't find yourself. Mm. Just create yourself. Mm. Create the the person you want to be in the next seven days, next yeah. 10 days, mm. 100, mm. 365, you know. And I feel like, like what we're talking about, it's going to just evolve a little bit more. So now we've done that in the social world. Um, 
with the help of technology and yeah as we move into the metaverse then you're going to be able to create yourself it's just going to be an extension of us i reckon yeah where you know you tap into it and it's just like you're still going to pick your clothes you're still going to look at the way you Mm. you dress the way you curate the organizations and things you belong to the image which you want other people to see of you yeah is still going to be curated by yourself because mm. we still do that we still curate the type of car we drive the way we dress the way you and i have done our hair yeah you know mm. like it's just human nature i reckon yeah yeah i think the bit that is sticking in my mind though is you can't create nature that's, no. what, that's what you just said yeah and i'm like whoa you know, we're yep. spending all this resource to try and recreate nature where it's like it's there and it it's created already. <laughs> and how many how many times have you tried to take a picture of the moon or like the perfect sunset? Yeah, bro. And then like you're like, Oh my god, this is the coolest thing and you try to take a photo and you're just like Bro, the moon is the hardest thing to take a picture of. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. You can never get it. No. And I've sat out there. And I've like looked at it and I'm like, wow, this is awesome. And then I turn the camera and it just looks like a just a blurry dot. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> you might as well take a picture of a, yep. you know, just a, yeah, that's a, yeah. You, it's really, yeah, it's still our eyes, eh? That sensory, the nature, sense, senses towards nature. Um, I don't know, like, few podcasts ago and i've talked about it a little bit i did a podcast with um a israeli professor yep and he you know studies um ancient humans going into caves and having these wild experiences by going really deep where there's not much oxygen starting fires and basically you know getting hypoxic and starting to trip and they would come out with these art drawings and we just Right today we look at the cave drawings and we're like, whoa, they were they were cool. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, they were having experiences and and playing around with consciousness and and it's like it wasn't like it's hard to think that they wouldn't have had a more wild time than the coolest thing we could do today. You know, the coolest roller coaster or internet whatever. You know and. I, I really look back with, I try to think back it's like what are those things we're missing you know like I was doing a little workout yesterday and I was like man I'm just trying to push my body up off the ground and it's so hard Yeah. <laughs> and then after that I jumped in the cold pool and it felt so good and I was like well that's as like psychedelic as anything you know I was in touch with something and it's weird because there was a moon out too and right. the best I could do was capture it with my eyes, you know? Yep. And and I feel like that's where the, the sense of time comes in. Mm. You know, and the the attachment to it. Do I want to hold on to the attachment of the, the view of the moon mm. f- f- just now and this moment? Or is this something that I want to hold on and I'm going to remember it every single day? Mm. Well, and two, and, and does that attachment serve me in any way? Right. What do you mean by attachment? Um. So my longing or desire and my like or dislike towards it. Mm. 
like Hinduism's big on desire and attachment. Or like, yeah, desire and attachment is basically our our they they call it karma. Like Western philosophy yep. calls it like what goes around comes around. But mm. like your karma is, and I'm still learning, so I'm yeah, still. Bro. But it, it's like your likes and desires, and that kind of triggers your trajectory in life. You know, and and we're kind of on this journey of unraveling our desires and fulfilling our desires to attain liberation. And so we're kind of holding on to these or letting go of certain attachments, which is stopping us from attaining that liberation. Wow. Do you think that we in the Western world, like we have pockets of understanding, say when we lose everything, but then you've got to take the risk of, can you still sustain yourself to get the realization, the lesson And will you be masked with, you know, borrowing or stealing where the the actual lesson may be you shouldn't have relied on that level of need, you know, that addiction? Because I think it's like it's hard to consolidate in your mind, I think, in the Western world, why you wouldn't want to chase to have as much as you can. You know, so when I listen to you talk, it kind of feels like there's a balance yeah, and your job is to find out, hmm, what's the right things to go after. Yeah, or or knowing why am I going after? Right, that loops back around. Like it's like knowing what you want to do. Yep. You know, I'm 41, yep. and like I have a career, yep. and it's an okay career, but there's things in it that I know I have to do. And I just want to know as if I was doing exactly what I want to do, let's say perfect scenario, I was working with four clients in a podcast studio and my job was to help them feel comfortable so they could just reveal a conversation about themselves and their guest. I know because I've tested it and I've done it for free enough times that that really would float my boat and to get paid for that, I'd be like, ooh. Yep. But, you know, when you do the other stuff, you kind of do... Some things in the Western world require prep, so you're prepared for what? You know, well, it's so that you don't look unprepared in front of other professionals. Yeah. And I'm like, oof, it always doesn't sit right with me because our ancestors were prepared, but for different things. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so I have this real tough time consolidating, you know, like, I'll be honest, one of the things I do is lecture, and you have to be really prepared for that. And even right down to like your assignments, you have to be prepared and you get tested on like moderated, you know, and how prepared for you. But no one ever asked me, hey, how did the students enjoy it? Yeah. And I I don't normally use the word hate, but it really annoys me yeah. because I'm like, you should, that should be the conversation. How much connection was there? But it might be because that's where I'm on in my journey and it's not sustainable to expect others. So the only way you could measure it is by how did they achieve, you know? And I'm like, is that a signal that, well, it might be two things. One, I'm just too lazy to prepare, and I'm, I'll take that on the chin because I'm a child of the Western world. Yep. It's high chance that I'm lazy. Two, that's a, that's a real-time lesson saying not the right, not, not where you could be. 
but I don't know which one. <laughs> thinking about thinking about um, how to measure it, I feel like it needs to be about the student, the experience, and the student's experience in that block of learning, not across the whole term, mm. but in that one little session. Mm. Like, did I, did the student receive or feel fulfilled in what they needed to receive? Mm. And did they learn? Did they know more than, you know, yeah. what they turned up with? Yeah. And if they have, and they're happy, then job done. Mm. I mean, that's how I approach it. Yeah. And that's what I say to everyone. It's just, at the end of the day, this big machine still needs to be fed. Yeah. And it needs to be fed data into the marks. And it needs to be told why and I think that's the bit the why is like well I'm connecting it's going to be that's actually no one can prove that that happened unless you visit the classroom you know and you can see the eyes focused and and actually it's not just about like everyone having an awesome time in class I look for things like how honestly can you give feedback to say look I know you're young you're 16 at the moment uh, but I require you to to channel your inner adult and that's a trust thing you know because mm. another way to be like to take that as well who are you to tell me what to do boomer yeah you know yeah and it's like bridging that gap I, and I think I try really hard to be like look I'm ultimately where you could be in a few years and you will be you'll be someone required to pay taxes as well and find an income and I'm an advocate for trying to leverage what we do you know yep. capture stories and promote stories and okay there's not that many jobs directly doing that but there might be there might be a real big desire to connect at least that's how i feel about our digital world that that's the true power of it to be like you know what did i do i sat down this morning and for the last couple of days that's the cool thing about long form you can go back to it Yep. And the algorithm saves your spot, you know, or the YouTube system. And um been watching Howard Stern interview Paul Rudd, you know, Ant-Man for an hour and a half. And it was really cool to watch that chat. And I was like, I was entertained, but I was also taking notes. How does that person drive a chat? You know, what questions do they ask? And yeah. How much are planned? Yep. You just never know, eh, bro? Nah, it's <laughs> like even... Even just like I was, because I was sitting here as well. You know, I'm thinking like, okay, sweet. So I'm just, I'm just r r watching you and what you're doing, and I'm like, cool, Will's. Because it's nice to sit on this side. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it, yeah, man. bro. I don't have to think about anything. You know, it's good to listen to what you say. I'm like, cool. Okay, Will's talking about this. I'll talk about this. And, well, and you mean it because you've got your own podcast exactly. and you host it. Yeah, and it's like it's your job to keep the. Exactly, and so I'm thinking like, okay, well, Will's thinking about what's going to happen next. Will's thinking about all the noises that are coming up. You know, Will's thinking about which cameras uh, <laughs> need to be, you know, yeah. set. And, and yeah, there's just so much, so much involved mm. in it, you know. Well, I think there is, but I was saying before, like, we do things, we train so that yeah. it's an unconscious habit. Yeah. And I, my example, when, before we started recording, it's like when you drove here, you were thinking, you were looking, 
you were slowing down the brain activity, but that bit at the back was still making sure that you were driving correctly. Yep. And I think like maybe that's what I wish maybe that's what I wish a podcast could represent. Not just a radio show that's diced up and put on iTunes. Yeah. Rather an exploration into we transcended the jobs of control because you have to control to a certain amount but we, we were able to do it at a rate where that be, the technical became the secondary you know and I you know like my fingers are driving the the experience in some ways but it's not the main player no. it's trying to get you to continue to feel good and me to continue to feel good and us sync up and we reach those those points you know yep. where it's like boom where we're hitting something and I mean I think we're already there which is cool. It feels like a certain level of flow. I there's not too many other places I'd rather be right now. It's like I'm no. happy to have yep. this chat, and I think that I think our environment would be better if we were able to somehow sell that concept to say an hour a day of talk would really do wonders. And here's how: A, B, C, D. But there's currently no model you know it's just it's weird because in mental health that is the second option actually no i think they would say that's the first option there's two pillars there's like the pills yeah and then there's talk therapy they, they call it talk therapy but i'm sure if you surveyed people and said hey man what's talk therapy they'd be like oh well you talk about your feelings it's like well maybe that's part of it but maybe it's like maybe talk therapy is talking about your dreams your hopes maybe healing comes from I don't know, dreaming forward together, you know? I feel I feel like, though, it's it's almost frowned upon and frowned upon to, or the idea of having a deep and meaningful conversation mm. is like, nah, this is too deep for me. Yeah. I can't get into this right now. Yeah. I just want to focus on, because there's so many raw emotions, there's so much humanness, so much realness connected to it mm. that like I don't want to pay attention I don't want to get into that right now yeah. I just want to get on the, the buzz the stimulator buzz yeah. where like my mind just puts barriers on all that stuff and yeah. opens my mind to this perceived happiness mm. and that's where the, the alcohol and drugs kick in yeah bro like suppressants eh? exactly yeah you're so right I read something about PTSD and it's like you know something pops up in your mind and PTSD comes from not acknowledging that well sorry I don't say it comes from I think that's what I understood Yeah, is that it's like it comes up in your mind because your body and mind is doing what it needs to it's saying hey there's an itch there mentally you need to scratch it or look after it or process it for us us being consciousness and you suppress it through multiple ways and then it just becomes this boogie monster yep and it hunts you and it says, you know, you hide it at the back of the maze and it finds you. And yeah. it's like you don't outrun your consciousness, which is why, like, I think it's so a world of like more of a peaceful approach, you know, of not pointing the finger. I think that's why your consciousness can handle that or why like the Dalai Lama or someone is, you know, sleeps well. Yep. Because they know. Do you sleep well? Like, I sleep well, but for years, I snored. 
Yeah. And I think I still do snore, but because I'm big, but I started using the mouth tape, you know, which helps me breathe through my nose. And, you know, that's that whole breathing journey that I'm so fascinated with. But I do sleep well and my dad sleeps well. And he had a friend, like this doctor friend, and he said, he said, why do you sleep so well to my dad? Because his friend doesn't. And my dad said, i got a clear conscience. And I think he was joking, but I thought about that for years. He's 100% right, man. I think there's something about that. Like, I don't have too many demons. You know, we all mm. got something, right? We're yep. all not proud of every moment that we've existed. But I think in terms of the bank, I'm not thinking crucially about, like, not able to rest, you know? What about you? Yeah, I sleep well. And I feel like it comes back to attachment. How attached are we mm. to things that are happening in our day-to-day yeah. that keep us up? Mm. If you can remove yourself and understand that this is just an experience that I'm having out here, cool. It's going to be there tomorrow. Mm. Let me just like for myself take a break from it and just give my body because that's the other thing is like we've got an attachment to our body. Yeah. So let's lose the detachment that we are we are this body because we're not and then let's let this body rest mm. cool now like man i'm i'm at peace i can just go to sleep i need mm. a rest i've i've i who is like the knower in me right mm. has has exercised this body during the day right um so i've tied it up mm. i've mentally and emotionally experienced the world as well and I've also done I've also done like a lot of intellectual thinking. That's like a lot to do in the day. Yeah. And to know that I've experienced and I've done all that, cool, let me put everything to the side now. Now it's this now this the next part of the exercise is letting the body rest. Mm. Cool. That's awesome. That's it. It's awesome. And it's like freaky too because i don't think a lot of people think like that no mm. i actually think i actually do think people do think like that yeah but they can't really admit it yeah you know they know that it's too close to the truth yeah yeah you know? it would it would be saying that there is a mind body connection yep i think that's getting a tiny bit easier with the word mental health goes around but mm. still i think it's it's still not enough it's to say that you know whatever's happening when you have when you turn those systems off you know they they do something you know they replenish and maybe it's not replenish but it's rest you know and they yep. truly rest or i like the idea too of some of those ancient practices where you know you fast and your cells are empty and they go into repair mode yep because they think it's danger time you know that's what i mean bro like what's the appropriate level of pain to get a good yep. you know and maybe pain's the wrong word but ask someone who's fasting i'm sure it doesn't feel that good <laughs> no. you know you're like hungry yeah yep. he's getting those especially in our world where you're stimulated with so much taste and not so much nutrition eh and it's like it can be this brutal game of um I mean that's that that's the thing that haunts me is like what's the appropriate level of let's call sacrifice you know um there was people working across the road at the local church helping it's like well maybe that should be me 
you know, maybe yep. I've got enough time to do an hour of sweeping the footpaths or, but do I, you know, and, and if you, I think because I don't really have that guide that I'm following, a lot of it's like maybe ancient intuition. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the challenge I have, and maybe a lot of us have, is it can send you down the wrong path, you know, where you got to tie an idea to a business and mm. really it's just a signal for you to explore and, um, yeah, I, I mean, life's like that, isn't it? You know, life is like that. And really there's not, there's probably no answers to all these things and that's okay. You know, I feel it ties into like purpose and why, mm. you know, like if you knew, if you knew why you wanted to, why you wanted to do what you want to do, yeah, you'll align everything to, to f- bring you that fulfillment. Mm. And then from your why, it, it becomes about: is it just serving yourself, or is it serving the community around you? So, is your why your bio? You know, when you have a bio on social media, yep, is that your why? Because that's the other bit I've been struggling with is yep. what's a why? Yep. You know, and does the why wear multiple hats? You know? I think so. Yeah. My my So my bio for the podcast is making positivity louder. Yeah. And that's my why. Yeah. My why is having positive conversations and creating positive spaces. Mm. And so like if you're, if you're relating it back to the church, right? The church is like the stimulus or the space for you to do what you need to do. But... If you feel like the space, right, is going to help you to better serve the community, mm. then isn't that the same sacrifice as you sweeping the footpath for the church? Mm. It's just a different medium, yeah. right? And you're still, you're not sweeping it for yourself and you're not doing the podcast for yourself, but you're doing the podcast so that you're helping the community. Mm. I also wonder if you need to find the right type of why that serves multiple at once. Like it could be right. that you're I'm too tough on myself where it wouldn't provide value to go sweep the street because that is someone's paid job. But it does provide value to you know, get people in here and sitting down in the local community and record their chat. But, you know, like that's the confusing bit, isn't it? Is that you could be on your why. Yep. And because you're not getting that dopamine stimulation from your peers, yep. you might be feeling like you're doing something wrong. And so there's that individual aspect too, like yep. going within yep. and really asking. And I've heard a couple of people like um, talk about it a bit, you know, like weirdly, do you watch Steve Harvey? Do you know who that is? Yeah, I know who it's he like is. like the comic yeah. guy and he does a lot of game shows. Show and but game he has show. like a series which um, is like little motivational bits. Yep. And like he's got his own way of kind of explaining it, but he's like, you might be the best at cooking chicken. So why are you trying to be something else? Yep. Cook the damn chicken. Yep. You know, and I thought about that and I'm like, maybe in my world or maybe I am really good or the best at making someone feel comfortable enough to talk with all of the weight of the technical you know so maybe my trick is like you know this is just me thinking out loud you forget you're on being recorded 
And yep. I think it, we tie that to like, ooh, that's dangerous. Yep. But in a safe space, in a positive space, you will only enhance that positivity because I'm not here to get you. You know, so yep. we'll arrive together and like, I think if I can find a little bit of that science, I'll be able to show people. I'm like, look, it, it happens. Like the heartbeat thing happens. And and p- p- most people will be like, oh, yeah, that makes total sense. You know? And, and I think it's also about the, the whole experience from, and I'm thinking about the ideal, you know, like the, the, the type of space you and I dream, yep. you know, like if you have the reception, because you've got multiple studios in your dream, <laughs> I know, <laughs> you know, so you, you come to the reception and it's about the way someone's greeted in that space, yep. you know, and then it's about the the temperature the ambience in yeah. that space and the the journey from them moving from the reception to their recording studio then it's about how you greet the producer greets them mm. getting them ready you know on the on the wavelength getting them comfortable and then and then yeah it's it's essentially it's then knowing that the gear is there but what if the space you designed you couldn't see the gear yeah so now you're in this just you're in like a lounge yeah. and that's what that's also why I like to the, the perfect picture in my head is um, that the space is like a cafe because we have and, and I love the way cafes are also designed mm-hmm. is because you're sitting around you've got a hot drink the the quality of light is like that low orange glow yeah. and we've talked about the fireplace before yes you're sitting low and you're sitting close to the ground you know and and that connects back to this this evolutionary mm. b- like longing and then then you feel open to just connect Bro. and share it's like a, it's a transcendent attempt yeah because you're going you're trying to say that above the differences that are evident we're going to go to a place where the similarities are obvious like fire it's like you can't trademark that because it was used by all of us you know yep. water nutrition yep. you can start finding differences in our modern world with how we eat and are you vegan or carnivore or whatever which is odd too you know my sister-in-law I always talk about her she's vegan and I'm carnivore at most of times and I say to her that you know we apart from the elephant which is the killing of animals we don't eat most things mm. You know, we we we're quite similar. We yep. really care where our food comes from, um, and if you're really caring of animals, especially in the carnivore space, you'll only go for grass-fed, yep. you know, animals that have had a life. And I know that vegans will be like, "Yeah, but that's not enough because you're still killing," um, and that's a rabbit hole to go down. But you still say no to most things, and yep. you still say yes to nutrition, and that's just odd because it's again this tension. It's, um, you know, like what we're doing in New Zealand with the vaccine stuff. We're all fighting, but ultimately we all think we're right. We all think we're doing the best thing for our families and keeping each other safe. And that's the odd thing, eh? You feel like that's your mortal enemy. And it's hard to know who's driving that, if that's the algorithm. Mm -hmm. Which, from what I've been hearing and reading, that seems to be the business model of the tech companies. Yep go deeper into the brainstem to get you to stay on screen and I'm going to show you things that 
create that feedback. I'm going to addict you to that. And by the sounds of it, it's not that hard. You know, like propaganda and stuff is used throughout history, eh, bro? Yep. You just tie into that emotional mm. connect, mm. that that innate desire within yep. that's going to give you that hit, mm. and you're hooked. I, it, it almost feels like, and this might just be me being too sentimental right now, but probably one of the only ways to get out of that zone is through something really traumatic or something like what we're doing. Like there's a, there's a human way to get out of that matrix, yep. you know, or there's a like, we'll blunt force you out. I think that's still a human way. At the end of the day, like you said, it's mm. just a human way, whether mm. you do it with someone or by yourself. Mm. When at, at the end, when you're faced with yourself and that human connection, then that's it. And that seems to be what people talk about with death too, right? It's yep. like on that deathbed. Like there's two things really hard for me to imagine. One of them is when rich people say it's not about money. I can't mm. imagine it. Right. Because all I want is, let's say someone, a philanthropist said, hey, well, Akash, here's 600 grand. Yep. Build your studio and do it for two years. Yep. And I'd be like, bro, you're on. <laughs> It'd be the best yep. day, right? Yep. And I feel like there's someone out there who would do that or who could. They just haven't felt our shit, you know? Yep. And maybe it's like a mission to say, no, we have to be in front of those people to, to show them that's a worthy philanthropist move. Um, but I don't know. Because you hear those stories, it's like money won't buy you happiness. And, you know, maybe I can kind of feel what they mean when, you know, it's like, you can have everything and still be not feeling like it's enough. Yep. But it's that and also like, you know, you hear stories of people saying on their deathbed, all they wanted was did people around them love them. Yep. That I can kind of understand, but still like you can't, you can't imagine like really rich people or who are so out of touch or even like someone really angry, you know, or psychopath or something it's hard to imagine that that's what they would feel too, but there are those things, right, that rip you right back to the bare bones. And Going going back to the, the idea of money, right, and happiness, mm. for you, um, do you think more, you, money allows you to, is more like a utility? Yeah, it is. Over, the, like, yes. you chasing it because you need, like, the next best car or the next best yeah because uh, i feel like we're yeah. the same where yeah, 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 if yeah. we had money mm. it's going to allow us to do more mm. like we already know we can do with yeah. what we have yeah and that and that we are our happiness isn't attached to that yes you know you're 100 percent right i mean it gets confusing sometimes because yeah. i really wanted the latest iphone yeah but i wanted it not to go out and show people because it it actually looks quite similar to the old one I had, but I wanted the hardware in it. I know what so you mean. So that it would work faster. <laughs> like I do a little bit of editing on my yep. phone and it just pumped the videos out quicker as I thought it would. But at the same time, it's like I still maybe am just a little bit addicted to that stuff. But I hope all of that stuff can enable me to, to well, go after that why. Ultimate connection with another Yep. And to find similarities and to, you know, I don't know the right ways to explain it, but 
to learn from them maybe to 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 be whatever energy wisdom we're summoning maybe that it that it stays with you you know and it stays with you for when you need it or for when you need to make decisions um now and then i find that on social media like i'll read something you know and like one of the things i read recently which has stuck with me is don't apologize because everyone else doesn't know what the hell they're doing too (laughs) yeah and it was like yeah i always apologize and some of it is a tactic to make sure the other person feels like well they acknowledge that i'm feeling them and i think they can feel that but true sorry 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 i know um a mental skills guy that i've had on the podcast and he actually i i paid him to work with me for a year just to be like a buddy a paid buddy to like listen to my ideas um he said man you apologize way too much you know and i'm like oh i didn't even know that he's like yeah if you do it too much you're going to be telling that subconscious all of those things so i don't know what to do with that you know i i quite i quite like saying sorry sometimes but don't apologize and that's a real weird one to think about eh bro yep i like to i've kind of been on the same thing you know like even when even with the the podcast as well you know like it's that threshold between us having our conversation and being honest Mm. but also knowing that the cameras are there and there's other people going to be listening to it and so we're that threshold between honesty and then this hardcore PC-ness, mm. you know, where whoever's going to listen, how will they receive it? And I've tried to, I've kind of been trying to f- find my place or balance around that. And where I've come to is that the the podcast for me is about a human connection. Yeah. And so whatever we say is between us. That's right. You've chosen to listen. Yeah. And and also the the podcast is a space of growth and i want you to have an opinion as mm-hmm. well and i feel like we are becoming such a pc culture yep. where even if you have an opinion you're going to offend someone and therefore feel scared for having that opinion yeah but you need to have the the opinion and talk about it and then you can grow and if you you don't then you're never going to share how you really feel that's right. how you really think and perceive the world yeah and i need to hear that from you yeah yeah and if we're worried about what these three cameras are picking up then i feel like there's the problem i think you're 100 percent right i think the bit that we're trying to work through in real time though is how do you talk about things yeah that might piss people off yeah and do it in a way where people get what they could pick on you but they feel what you mean yeah you know and i think yeah like i sometimes think about it you can say anything you want in real life to someone and maybe not so much now but if you said the wrong thing to someone they might whack you right like you know go down i don't know dairy or something and you could antagonize really easy which is what i think people do online they antagonize on purpose because they know they're not going to get a backhand i like to think about it like the backhand isn't the cancel part or saying something wrong. That's just an accident. The backhand is trying to tell yourself in another situation, you're picking a fight. Yep. And I feel like it's clear 
in a human spirit if you're picking a fight or if you're just exploring and and i think you see that like people have been picked on you know like um for making mistakes like kevin hart for example he said some things about the different communities and you know at the best of the best of human nature is like things are changing rapidly and it takes time for people to catch up you know it's not always easy to explain that but it's the truth you know you look at uh how my dad views the world and how i view the world and you know and the fact that most of us are probably a bit too spoiled and you know it's like that's going to have this effect and and what are we doing when we are piling in on someone that's suppressing our own to-do list you know hello darling (laughs) say hi to akash hello (laughs) you okay um but yeah man it's a it's a really intense one. Oh, look all the kids have come out to play uh for those just audio listening um <laughs> the dog and the baby have decided to join us in the podcast my, my dog is called denver denver yeah. <laughs> so cute hey do you want to sing a song on the podcast no can you just sing um i love you nothing <laughs> You're getting funny now, aren't you? Yeah. Why are you so cold? Because I don't have my drink. Oh, yeah. Hey, what do you love? No, no, because I don't have my... Because because I didn't wash my hand. Oh, and that's why they're cold. Yeah. Hey, are you happy? Yeah. Why? Because I'm am. But tell me why. Yeah. <laughs> See, all the algorithms and whatnot can't... um control the humans eh? no. it's like no. they're gonna come through no. um i wanted to show you something on the phone yep and it's this thing i found from plato plato's cave it's called i don't know if you saw that post but for those watching on patreon i'll put up the little graphic uh, on the shot but for those audio listening i thought we'd have a go at trying to explain so um yeah yeah have a look at the image so that's the image and you can kind of zoom in if you want but it really ca- it's called plato's cave right have yeah, you seen that before i remember looking at this in uni just like trying to get my head around yeah. what they were what was like being shown mm. like can you kind of explain it what you're seeing just for people listening cool. yeah so so if you're what what there is is there's a there's about four different parts to this. So the first part is a group of people who are watching shadows in the cave. And then and then there's like a kind of like a wall. And behind that mm. are the people who are holding the things which are creating these shadows. Yeah. That the guys who are sitting on the other side of the wall are perceiving. And then then there is a campfire. Yeah, and people who could possibly see that there are these shapes being um, portrayed, yeah, and they can see the shadow, but then they can also see what's above the surface. Mm. And then there's another group of people, the fourth part, who see the sun, the source of light, and nothing below the cave. I love that. I love that. So I'm hoping that's creating like a mental picture. Yeah. And the question I had for us, yeah, 
is which which are we you know because yep. that's what i i mean maybe before answering that the, i copied the post uh, so the post from wikipedia was says we are tied down in a cave in front of a fire unable to see ourselves or anyone else only their shadows and as we see the shadows dance and interact we believe the shadows to be ourselves and the walls of the cave to be the world and i'm like man which which one are we you know maybe we're all of them at different times uh, that's what i was kind of thinking mm. i was like do we kind of mix between all Sorry, bro. We're committed to carry on. <laughs> no, this is good. I love, and again, this is like what we said. This is the humanness. Yeah, that reminds us that guys, we could have everything here. Yeah. Guys but at the end of the day, me. this is nature, man. This is, this nature. is nature's doing us. Hey, we're doing our little podcast, darling. You have to leave Daddy and his friend to do the show. <laughs> Maybe you could go find your brother and ask him to help you. Is that a good idea? Now find me. Are we just gonna do this? Now find me. <laughs> you know, we we said at the start, eh, like me. we have to try find and me. you know find transcend me. above the gear, as if that was the hard thing, eh? But the truth is, it's, <laughs> it's my little munchkin who's probably gonna derail the podcast. <laughs> You gonna let Daddy carry on? No. Okay, then I'll try my best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, who are we? Find and me. and I kind of saw it at levels too. You know, it's interesting that they're in the cave and they're only seeing shadows. Find and you me. can imagine us like that's where we regress. You know, if Find we're me. on social media all day Find and me. it's like we're seeing a cave, Find right? Me. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I might have to take a pause here, lovely audio listeners, because it's going to freak some people out as they're just trying to get their minds blown. So um, stay with us, and I'll, <laughs> I'll cross-dissolve into the next bit in a sec. Come on, darling, let's go find something for you to do so Akasha and I can keep doing our chat. It's really fun having you here, but it's too hard to talk if you're yelling. Come on, Denzi. Come on. Okay, we're back. I've <laughs> controlled the the baby. She was not happy with me. She wanted to be here too. But yeah, man, I think um, all of it's fascinating, eh? You know, trying to, and it's like it is a gift to try and suss out where do we fit on that spectrum, you know, like the cave below. Are we watching these? reflections and kind of we are and those reflections might be movies or you know interpreting the world and and again I can't help but come back to what you were saying before man like at the top of that image is nature and it's like sun and birds and it's like yeah we can create a shadow but that's all we can kind of create and if you plug people into that they will think that the shadow is existence but it's it's just the reverse of the sun shining on you, eh? Yep. It's, um, and even the, the guys on the top outside of the cave mm. have no idea of the those guys who are on the inside of the cave mm. 
watching the reflections mm. because I've got the whole world to like look at. Yeah. You know, and then there's those guys who are like kind of in the halfway point mm. where they're like in and they know that like there's an outside, but then they can also see through the people who are projecting and see the shadows, mm. you know, and it's like, yeah, where do I what where do I what do I, what am I looking at and what do I believe in and where is the real source, you know? Bro, that's one hundred percent and maybe some of those things aren't to tell yourself that you're this or that, is that maybe one of the things is you could be any of those. Yeah. And yep. maybe it's appropriate sometimes to retreat to the cave and to look at the shadows for a while because yep. things are too much, you know? And Definitely. And and I mean, we kind of do that at nights, eh? We retreat to the cave a little bit, our man-made caves, yep. and we, um, you know, dim the lights and we put ourselves into a mode for sleep. And, you know, even nature does that, right? Like the sun comes up and it goes down and... Uh, you know, again, man, just the fact that you really made me think that it's so hard to capture the moon. Yep. You can't even capture it. You can't even capture it, nature. So you actually capturing a phone image of the moon is like looking at the shadow. Yep. And because you're not even doing it for someone else but you're doing it to yourself. <laughs> you are the watcher and the creator of, you know, the guys who are holding up the projection mm. or the, the things to create the projection. Mm. You're that as well as the watcher. I guess um, that's the lesson then where it's our consciousness and you've got to get out of that cave when appropriate and to, you know, retreat when appropriate and man, the journey continues. Um so, so, bro, what what's on this horizon for you? I've been thinking about nature, and it provides this inbuilt system of the year. You know, we're coming into this new year. Like, uh, are you planting some seeds for? And what's coming for you, bro? Yeah, man, definitely. This year, I was talking to my um, my bosses at work as well, and I'm trying because I'm I've told them about wanting to have positive conversations and create positive spaces for me that's the the bridge in that middle is who I am mm. and so for me really this year is about innovation yep. and how I can innovate the the two worlds where I can start bringing architecture to the podcasting world and bring podcasting to the architecture world and innovating to create like looking at the spaces we've been creating mm. and how we can better create them and then also communicate that across into the podcast. That's awesome. That's awesome. What's your podcast for people who are um, just listening in and looking to uh, expand their minds with local content? Yep. It's called The Human Now. The Human Now. Um, and the, the purpose of the podcast is to make positivity louder. Mm. So we discuss ideas around what it means to be um, in this state of time. So time is always changing. And so what does it mean to be in the moment? Um, and more importantly, it's about uh, making positivity louder, lifting the vibration of 
positivity. So having conversations like this, mm. creating positive spaces and the energy we instill in them, um, that's what I want to be trying to do more of in the new year. Awesome, bro. You know what's freaky, eh? Is like you and I have caught up four times in real life. Uh, well, three times in real life, one digitally. And we must have probably chatted for a minimum of an hour each time. And I just think even with that short amount of time, we would say four hours is nothing. But the way we've done it, it's like this bullet time, eh? Yeah. And it's like it's... Um, I kind of get a sense of I feel, you know, your spirit or whatever that word means. I don't quite know what that means. And I think you get the same from me. And it's weird, eh? We've like developed a connection and who knows how strong that is because, you know, I guess we'll find out in time. Like time is a weird measurement. You'd be like, who do you still keep in your time? Yep. Who do you have in your realm? And even the fact that we've captured most of that time digitally also says something like who have who else have you captured four hours of digital time with yeah and i think most people would say no one and maybe a little video here or there or you know at a festival but i think there's something about what we're exploring which is kind of uncovering a lot more about um you know the meaning of existence and that stuff so I really value um, catching up with you, bro, and it's uh, always a buzz, man. Thank you. Thanks. No, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> and likewise, you know, like, I feel I feel we can just not have any, not have mm. any guards up, you know, mm. and you just come in and be your best human self. And, yeah. And we both understand that that's the type of connection that we have in this space. That's right. That's right. You know, and the the type of relationship that we have with each other as well mm. is that you're just you on your journey, yeah. I'm on my journey, and we both share our learnings and growth, and that's what mm. it's about. And yeah, no, I really appreciate appreciate the the time that you've allowed me to have here, <laughs> and also just seeing you on your your journey as well. It's been yeah, a right. pleasure. Are you sorry? Just before we go, you said something like your better self, and maybe that's what we're is happening too maybe that's why it feels so good because you get a chance to be to aim towards your better angel way eh? you know yeah. like it like yep. it, it it happens it's like you don't even try because maybe what the cameras and stuff represent in the mics is an audience mm. or the thought of that you know so there's that deep human desire to be on stage or to perform which yep. is what we kind of misinterpreted as the celebrity yeah but really they were the example of what could be you know and and um you know maybe we get a, a hint at that not too much to make us go too off the rails but to sit for an hour and be your better self is a true gift eh? 100 percent. something that you know might be as important as we talk about sleep you know maybe you can't do that if you also don't have a clear enough conscience to be your better self and the way to rise to that would be to have you know a longer chat than say 20 minutes with someone eh? because it does take a lot of like as well as sitting here and having the energy to sit and speak you know Mm. like that gets me on a massive high Mm. and then i know post this i'm gonna need to like decompress a little bit yep i'm gonna need to wind down and because it takes energy you know and like i know that 
I'm going to get a good sleep tonight because <laughs> yeah. I've done this, you know. You're so right. There's, there's like all of these things packed into this idea of a conversation. And yep. it's like, wow, what to do with that. But um, until next time, bro, thank you, man. I really appreciate it. It's, um, it's a blast actually having recurring conversations with same people. And that's one of my kind of hopes is that there might be 10 people I talk to and it's just like, I'll see you in 10 weeks. And yep. we'll, and it's like, talk about the meaning of a tribe, right? Yep. And pushing each other forward or, like I'd rather that than just to be part of a networking mastermind. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, no, have real relationships and to, you know, see the world through different lens. Um, yeah, bro, it's good stuff. Okay, hey, just want to say to everyone out there, if you want to see the video version of this, because I only publish it for the Patreon supporters, and it's like five bucks a month, so I think that's a pretty good deal. You get to see all the catalog of um, videos. Jump onto patreon.com forward slash please blow my mind. I'm not normally like this, Akash, where I sell. No, but I just thought, man, like, I'm just trying to, you know, provide value to yep. the small group of people who are, you know, really keen on it. Yep. So, yep, you can jump on there and look, if you really want the podcast and you don't want to join up that's cool just email me and you'll find my email on youtube and i'll send you the link no dramas there but um all right that's us thanks bro sweet awesome holding my head again making my way through crowded thoughts sometimes it's hard to get out of it broke my heart in the dark I was just trying to feel something Falling asleep to the sound of it Always used to let you clean up the messes Down on my knees Thought I couldn't stand up on my own Turns out sometimes you're stronger alone Bringing out the fight, yeah Bring on all the lightning Cause I'm looking for a hero Look inside the mirror I found one, oh, carry the hurt when it gets too hard, pick it up, dust it off, when I fall down 11, I get up 12, don't need nobody else, yeah, I can save myself, got burned, but I learned, our scars make us who we are, now I'm 10 feet tall over my demons, Remind me no one's got me like myself Yeah, I love me without any help I'm the best thing to believe in So I'm bringing out the fight, yeah Bring on all the lightning Cause I'm looking for a hero Look inside the mirror I find one Oh, carry the hurt when it gets too hard Pick it up, dust it off When I fall down a But I got a million reasons why I won't Cause this heavy is a season And the sun is always right behind the storm